welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast, sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. I'm Andretta, a functional nutrition wellness coach. And I'm Akila. We are your mother-daughter hosts, bringing two different generations together weekly to educate you on all things related to health, nutrition, financial, and mental wellness during these changing times. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Hola. We are back for another episode of Well Honestly, the podcast. Episode 44, and we to be exact. And I'm so excited to be here. How about you, Keela? I am here with bells on. How you, you got bells on, girl? A little bit of... Oh, okay, okay. That that was that was a <laughs> bit much. Okay. <laughs> so, what is our show all about today? Well, today we are talking about the biggest thing we can talk about, as far as I'm concerned, at the moment, and it's mental health. Yes, um, yes. Specifically, how trauma affects our mental health. Yeah, how trauma can affect your mental health, your wellness, and beyond. Um, we're going to try to, we're not going to try to compact this episode. So this will be a kind of ongoing thing. I okay. feel like it should be just because there's a lot to unpack and we don't want to make it, you know, we're nobody psychologist, psychotherapist. want to keep it sexy. Or anything. Keep it a little sexy. Keep it a little fresh. We also want to put our spin. Everything that we're saying here is basically things that we've learned over time personally, things that we have read from professionals and hopefully one day. We can get a professional in here so that they can. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm working on that. So that fact, they can go ahead and give us in the fact, tea. A lot of this came from uh, some of my professional colleagues. So Yeah. Um, so let's talk about it. Okay. So trauma. Unresolved trauma. You know what? And this it is you know, most people don't realize what that they even have trauma. Let's start there. Because you know, you got big traumas, you got little traumas. Uh, and they can have a huge impact on what's going on in your life if you don't stop and recognize what that trauma is. A lot of people stick their heads in the sand or they just go on and then they don't realize that it's affecting them in some sort of way. And and, and honestly, trauma is one of the root causes of our hormones. So that is something that we find all the time uh, in our world. So yeah, we, we got to definitely address some of the things. And, and I'll tell you something, trauma can impact your energy, your sleep, your mood, your metabolism, your reproductive system. Unresolved trauma show up in our relationships, <laughs> how we communicate, how we handle our emotions. It's an underlying cause that'll make you sick and keep you from healing. Yeah, trauma is um, is a big deal. I think that more, I'm seeing more and more now lately, people tapping in into their traumas, mm -hmm. realizing that they do actually have have traumas. Mm -hmm. um, and fortunately, unfortunately, I mean, it just kind of is what it is. But I think that people have made so many different missteps uh, and have taken some paths that they probably don't, they didn't want to be on, but now they're there that that's forced them to wake up. Also, 2020 and 2021 is a huge wake up call for a lot of people who didn't realize that their traumas 
they may have realized that they had them, but they may not have realized that they're they're leading with their trauma. And then it shows up at times like this. Exactly. Uh, I see trauma will show up when at the times when you're in your weakest area. And here's another thing a lot of people don't know about trauma. It's gen- it could be genetic. Now, well, it's genetic, but it's also what I'm from what I'm reading that is a bit more um What's the word I'm looking for? Not, not genetic is one thing, but the more impactful way that it's happening is through environmental. Oh, well, that's that's called epigenetics. Environmental, yes. environmental traumas, uh, and this thing is deep. So let's 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 start here with the first step in ever changing anything is to know. So there are different levels of trauma. Yes. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you could. Uh, you could accidentally bump your head on something and keep going and don't realize that, that you, you have, just a concussion. have a trauma. Yeah. Not just a concussion, but it could have. You know how people have little uh, fender benders accidents yeah. and they have in their cars? Yeah. And I, in fact, I have a, a situation right now. One of my relatives uh, had a fender bender. Well, it wasn't a fender bender, it was pretty, pretty bad, actually. And they had an accident, and the wife is pregnant, and they had the accident. Who is this? It's your cousin. Okay, don't say okay. nobody's name. I'm not. But um, they are in pain uh, right now. They were moving from one house to another, and they got sideswiped by a car. And it has really traumatized them because they, for two, for the last two or three weeks, they haven't been, they've been in a lot of pain. So they haven't been able to do the things and function in the way they want to. That is a form of trauma. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's impactful because it slowed them down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um And here's the thing uh, about some of these traumas, too, as well. Um, It can be, we have what's called acute trauma, which is a one-time occurrence. Mm -hmm. And then you have that chronic that recurs over time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And of course, they can overlap. Mm -hmm. And they result in feelings. You feel unsafe, alone, unloved, feel shame, grief. Guilt, sadness, there's so many emotions that you go through. A lot of those reoccurring traumas are, are, are coming from childhood issues. Um, and those tend to be the deepest, not negating the acute one-time traumas because those are, are quick, immediate, and powerful. But the things that we don't even realize how we were conditioned, uh, whether it's good or bad, uh, but we're talking about trauma right now, so we're talking about more of the negative side effects of childhood upbringings. It plays out and now as as being adults and it's the little things. It's not always these super exactly. like heavy type. Now those heavy things exist, so we're right. not negating that. Right. I think I think that's pretty much like we know, right? But it's the little things like um, I'm reading this book called The Mastery of Self by Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. Mm-hmm. and he was talking about. Uh, mastering of self means two things, learning how, what, what you have been domesticated by mm-hmm. and then learning how you've been attached. Now, that to that point, is how a person interprets and perceives the trauma too. See, see, some people can have that same thing, event to happen to them and they will interpret it differently from another person. Correct. And then they may perceive it different and one person may recover it better than the other person. And it could be the same identical event. So some people can 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 work through the trauma and carry on, okay? But then there are others who cannot. So some people have real, it, it can make a very negative impact 
over time. But then you have those people, and I know somebody like this, they'll stick their head down in the sand. Mm -hmm. They just simply refuse to acknowledge it, but they're still functioning. So you have functional people out here that have been traumatized, but they are still able to carry on and be successful. There's a lot of people like that. That's a lot of people. But the thing about what I'm saying with that, the attachment and domestication with that is that it's not healing is not a easy process within any of that. Right. Mm -hmm. But to be a functioning person and, and know your traumas is to detach from those traumas and how they affect you in your everyday life. Prime example, he said in the book, which was so profound, as a little kid, he was always taught from his grandmother to finish all his food, whether he was full or not. You're not getting up from this table. Now, who all... Raising my hand like people can yeah. see me. Who yeah. all experienced that? Like I did it in Catholic like, school. They made me eat they, they, But But you used to do that. Yes. And grandma used to do that. Right. Prime example, like, yeah, I'm full. No, you're going to finish it. These exactly. kids in Africa, they ain't got no food. Right. All of the kind of stuff that John used to say. <laughs> waste. Right, right. Don't we waste We're not wasting any nothing. Food. Correct. However, he was like, you know, the the his natural instinct was I'm full. Right. So I'm done. Right. But then you have the domesticated part, which mm. is the outside people telling you, oh, no. Correct. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not full till I say you're full. Right. Right. Then the attachment comes into where now you're triggered like, well, I have to finish everything not because all the time because I, I you know, the Correct. world is going to come to an end. And then right. as you grow up. Yes. You've already self-betrayed yourself because now you're conditioned yes. to always finish. Finish your food. Your food. So then yeah. what happens is when you get older, mm-hmm. you start to overeat. Mm-hmm. Now you start obese. to, and now it just yeah. becomes this whole right. entire right. thing. So the that's what I mean by that small thing. Yeah. But yeah. noticing like, okay, boom, I was taught to always, always finish my food. So now that you know that, right. you can work backwards and say, well, that was conditioning based upon, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, my parents' level of thinking and understanding and all of that. But now that I'm an adult and I can take control of myself, mm-hmm. I don't have to do that anymore. Correct. And you just start to catch yourself. Right. But if you never thought and had the word with all like, man, why am I always stuffing myself like correct. this? Correct, correct, correct. And you don't relate it back to your childhood or relate it back to you, why you were taught that? Because it's a taught. It's a, it's, it's a taught it's, moment. Absolutely. Then, absolutely. you know, it just becomes a cycle. So the first step is awareness. Correct. Correct. And then you got those complex traumas, you mm-hmm. know, the ones where you might have had a very frightful or a life-threatening event to happen in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, that does happen to people. And, you know, that can really mess up a person's life. You know, those kind of traumas. I, I feel for people like that. You know, they've had um, bad events that yeah. happen to them, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then they say, um, you know, and then you got what is called that historical trauma. And I think that's a historical trauma. Uh, racism is a historical Absolutely. trauma. You know, uh, systematic Absolutely. discrimination, <laughs> you know, poverty, slavery, war. Those are historical traumas, you know. And it could change a person, um, how they think. Uh, I was looking at how, I was looking at the um, young men that go off to the army now. You know, you think about this for a minute. They're only 18 years old and they send them off to fight. Mm-hmm. 18 and 19 years old. Isn't that crazy? And they send them off to fight for their country. And if you go back to the wars that we've had historically, let's look at the last war we had, which I think was Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And they're coming back into the country. They come back in here. Most of them are, that's a trauma. Mm-hmm. And they have a hard time getting fitting back into society. Because society... 
is not allowing them to fit back in. And then I'm going to tell you, in my generation, it was a Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And the casualties from, the, I'm not talking about the deaths. Right. The casualties from the Vietnam War, I have an uncle, I have a cousin, I have a husband even, that all went to the Vietnam War and they- Came back different. And they came back different and they're still trying to adapt. That's trauma. Um, um i never forget this. I was out one day, and we were all minding our business, kicking. We were outside on a stoop or something, and this guy walks by, and he walks by, he looks, and he stops. He looks, he keeps going, so we get back to kicking because we all noticed it. Like, what was that? He circle backs around, he comes, and he just stands in front of us, and he's just, like, standing, like, dead face standing in front of us. And so we all pause, and he's out of place for our group. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, you know, you good? You straight? Like, what's going on? But— in that moment, and I'm so glad that I was around a few people that were aware, he just needed, he just looked like he was about to snap. Mm. And if if we had caught him or said the wrong thing or whatever the case, we, you know, it's just those type of things mm-hmm. that, that can go left. So long story short with that, he had just came back from uh, some tour and some part of mm. some war, some, some mini war that we don't know nothing about, mm-hmm. basically. He had mm-hmm. just came back mm. and he was having the hardest time adjusting mm-hmm. and he felt this was his first time outside. Mm. And because he came back after like in the middle of the pandemic and all of this type Mm. of stuff. So not only was it a new world for everybody else and him, he had just come back from like a tour and it was somewhere Iraq or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it was all this adjustment, all this craziness. And Mm -hmm. so he was just like, you know, no one. I mean, you could see it in his eyes like he was just wasn't he was a shell. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what would we do? We embraced him, mm-hmm. turned up our music, mm-hmm. gave him a little something to drink, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. key with him a little bit. And he started to cry. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, we got it because, mm-hmm. you know, he started to explain his whole mm-hmm. thing. But mm-hmm. but what I'm saying all this to say is that that man was walking around all night mm-hmm. with that trauma. That's sad. And 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 you know they took away all of the, a lot of the mental health facilities. I don't know if there you are remember. none, right? We ha- and they and they and they leave it up to the hospitals to deal with these uh, with people who have mental health problems. And you know what the hospital's going to do? They're going to give you drugs. Yeah, and, so, and send you on your way. Yeah, and that's not going to help you, you know, no. with your emotions. And so most people need to know how to control those emotions that come with trauma. I mean, because with that, what trauma happens, what will happen with trauma is it'll show up in your skin. It'll show up in your in diseases that you could get, cancer. Trauma shows up in type 2 diabetes, weight gain, weight loss, you know, headaches. Because it's from stress. It's, I mean, and it's it's impactful. So, you know, so there's a lot of things that trauma can do. It's huge. And we can cover, we're not going to cover all of the different types of trauma because there are different types of trauma. We will come back and uh, we will go over a few of the other ones when we come right back. But um, I don't want to, It's. I know this is not a sexy topic, but... We need to deal with it. Well, I think, too, what we're going to talk about when we come back is not only, you know, certain... Well, we already talked about pretty much certain types of traumas and how it can show up, but I really want to talk about how... Okay, we got trauma. Now what? And we're going to talk about triggers, too. See, that might be a whole other episode. Uh, yeah, because... Well, the trauma... You have it, but then there's a trigger. There may be a trigger that will bring that trauma on because remember, you buried that trauma. Correct. And so now we got a trigger. And yes, and we're also going to talk about what we can do about it. Triggers and how to deal with your emotions with with the trauma. Yes. When we come right back. 
Brown Women Wellness' mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, Functional Nutrition Wellness Coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called Brown Women Wellness Anti-Inflammation Tea, and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website, our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. All right. And we're back, and we've talked about trauma. Yes, and in an effort to keep this... um to not try to gloss over because trauma is a pretty big deal mm-hmm. and it is a heavier topic. Mm-hmm. But Brown Women Wellness, well, honestly, the podcast is all about preventative or how to take care of yourself with what you already we are carrying. Give, in other words, we want to give you a solutions. I'm all, I, personally speaking, in yes. life, I'm all about yes. a solution. It's, a, it's solutions. Um, and so, you know, now that we know that we are, there's not a soul alive that, that does not, not have trauma. Absolutely. Especially, Everybody has some type of trauma. Especially now. Right now, we're still Actually, we pants. are walking traumatized Mom. individuals, yes. <laughs> whether we realize it or we not. We are. We're making out now. We're functioning traumatized Some of us people. are functioning. Yeah. I mean. And, and, and some of us. Are, and I, I want to say this, some of us think that we're failing because we can't get back to how we used to think, how mm-hmm. we used to operate mm-hmm. and all this. Type. We're beating ourselves up because we're tired all the time. We're beating mm-hmm. ourselves up because, you know, we're still in the house. Well, maybe we should be outside because everybody else is outside. Mm-hmm. We're beating ourselves up because everything seems to be getting back to quote unquote normal, but you don't feel normal. Let me tell you something. Grace. Because mm-hmm. Contrary to what the world looks like, nothing is normal. Nothing is ever going to be the same. And there is a new world that we all have to adjust to. And on that note, here's what we have to also deal with. You know, there are, we have, we have triggers. So sometimes we don't even know what those triggers are. Have you ever noticed sometimes that you, you see people who go from one mood swing to the other in the middle of the same moment. Yes. And they're being triggered by something. Mm-hmm. And those triggers, you know, uh, can perceive, be perceived as like side effects, you know, because we, these little things that we think of might take us off and back off into that trauma era, into that trauma time. Mm-hmm. And so we have to rewire our brains. And that's what really nobody teaches us how to do that. Mm-hmm. We're not taught how to navigate our emotions. We have emotions, but no one says, how do you navigate this emotion? Come on with the word. Uh, and you don't navigate it by burying it. You, and and nobody even teach you how to process the trauma. Nope. That's, okay? It's never been taught. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me go on one quick tangent. Okay. It is... Amazing to me. I sat in these classrooms all my life. I had to fight. No, all my <laughs> life, I sat in these classrooms to learn 
calculus mm-hmm. to learn uh, some some BS whatever mm-hmm. else that, that they taught me use, that, that you I never don't know. Use in I the ain't world. never used that. I never was taught financial literacy for real. Correct. And I was never taught how to deal with my emotional well being. Right. Two things that can save your life in this crazy world. Right. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, take it from some some old ladies, myself mm-hmm. and Andretta included, mm-hmm. that has seen a couple things in life. That you do not have to let your emotions run your life. And here's the thing. They teach us coping mechanisms. See, right. that's what we're taught. We're right. taught, if you go to a psychiatrist or even a psychologist even, you're taught coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they'll throw a pill at you. Yeah. And tell you, that, hey, chill out. You know, you know. Take, it's anxiety. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, okay, yeah. well, where did that come from? Yeah, but when that pill wears off, you still got that trauma. Yeah. And you still got those triggers. And see, these things have been submerging all this time. And it's coming to the surface. Now, 2021 brought a lot of things to the surface. Oh, yeah. Okay, that wasn't there. And they so call I'm, it the reckoning. And so, yes, and everybody and everything is triggered. Okay. And everybody has had their or is having their reckoning. Yes. Don't you let nobody's uh, pretty well scaped Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever tell you otherwise. Yes. Okay. For you, there is no way possible how we spent a whole year inside fighting a airborne virus. Yes. For you to come back out in 2021 talking about, yeah, yeah. So this is how you can, yeah. no, honey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you didn't feel it now, you're going to feel it later. Absolutely. So deal with it now. Absolutely. And so here are some things that you can do um, that you can do. One of the things that we need to learn how to do is to really stop for a moment and breathe. Mm-hmm. It is amazing what breathe. Most people do not breathe correctly. You'd be surprised how many people walk around holding their breath. Just a simple, deep breath. Let's take one. Okay. And we're going to take one. And when we take one, we're going to let it in. We're going to let it out. Okay, so we're going to breathe in. Let me hear it. And let it go. Let's do one more. I one like more. That. We're going to breathe in. And let it out. And let it out through your nose. So you're going to breathe in through your mouth and let it out through your nose. This is what you want to do. You want to breathe. And that oxygen... Just went straight to your brain. That oxygen will slow you down, Mm -hmm. okay? Here's the other thing that you can do. You need to learn how to meditate. Now, I've had so many people tell me I can't sit still and think of nothing. I couldn't either. My brain is going 24-7 all the time. But it's a practice. Meditation is a practice. You have to practice it to get good at it. It's not going to happen the first time. It may not happen the second time, third time, because you're going to hear that chatter, that chatter. But I'm going to tell you something. That is one of, once you master meditation, it is one of the most relaxing things you can do to your body. It slows down your blood pressure. Okay, your blood sugar. I mean, you will slow down and it causes you to reflect. And so these are the things, those are two things that you can do immediately and don't Um, cost you anything, by the way. I think that when it comes to meditation, don't try to some people and I used to be one of those people. They, they think that you have to be like this yogi. So you got to right. sit and you got to like have the perfect scenario and the vibes and all of mm-hmm. that. Um, there is a such thing as open meditation and walking meditation. So like right now we're in the studio. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, mm-hmm. I could zone out mm-hmm. and meditate real mm-hmm. quick. That is a form of meditation. So all meditation is not what you see in the magazines and in the, you know, what they make it mm-hmm. seem like. You can meditate it's in your car. Mm-hmm. Some people meditate. 
I being one in my car before mm-hmm. I go into work mm-hmm. or before I go into my house. Actually, because you ever just want to sit mm-hmm. like you just been doing a lot mm-hmm. and you just want to be I just want to sit here. And it calms down your nerves. You're wanting to sit there because mm-hmm. you want to chill out. Mm-hmm. And that's a form of meditation. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, that's, um, that's pretty awesome. I'm going to say this. Another thing, like a 1A, 1B, 1C to that. Mm-hmm. If you feel something, feel it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to react. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Just feel it. Mm-hmm. We are taught not to feel our emotions. Mm-hmm. Feel that thing. Mm-hmm. If you feel sad, feel it. Mm-hmm. If you are angry, be angry. Yes. If you feel happy, yes. stay in that pocket because guess what? It is a feeling mm-hmm. and an emotion. It, it will pass. I was just getting ready to say that. It always passes. Every emotion passes. The does. happy ones and the bad ones. Yes, it does. You have to allow yourself because if you allow yourself to feel, yes. what ends up happening is yes. that you give yourself grace, you yes. give others around Speak you it. grace. Seek it. Speak and then it, it doesn't become this big old to do because it's just a daggone emotion and a feeling. Speak it, girl. You don't Speak have it. to make it a thing. <laughs> Listen. And, and that is and that is the honest to God truth. Yeah. I mean, we have to recognize it. And we just have to be in the moment. I used to be so scared of feelings. Yeah. And now, honey, I'll be calling out real quick. Ooh, I'm feeling <laughs> yes. away. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it out real quick. Like, I'm feeling some type of way about this. What yes. I, and if in that's some type of way, we always say that, especially like the black community, that's like our thing. I feel some type of way. Well, name the way. Yeah. And listen, don't be afraid to take a little things like CBD. To relax you. Oh, honey. Okay, don't be afraid of that. I mean, I know that, you know, they took this off the market and now it's back on the market. And What, CBD? CBD, I'm talking, well, CBD and marijuana. Those are they two. They never left. Well, I'm just saying now it's legal. Oh, well, yeah. And so now you can actually go and buy some or get some. Get that if you need it. Yeah. Chill out. Zone out. Find, chill out. Yeah. Just just zone Find out. your chill pocket and, yeah. and, and and stay in that pocket and when you need me, it. trust me, it's better than alcohol because alcohol... This is true now. Alcohol is a temporary fix. Okay? And you feel bad afterwards. And <laughs> and honestly, and I'm learning this, when you feel away, you don't need to be drinking away. Exactly. So, you know, a glass of wine does relax. Yeah. Let's not have the whole bottle. <laughs> Thank you. You know. Oh, uh, You know, on television... Television now, all they show, especially on the reality shows, every time you look on a reality show, all the women are drinking. Right now, drinking wine, wine heads, women and wine, they have really promoted that to to the core. Yeah. And and everybody's drinking whole bottles. And now everybody and now everybody wanna make their own wine. <laughs> every time you look up, somebody got a new wine. I don't know out. nothing about that you know, part. I mean but, they're putting a slapping a label on the on a bottle of wine. But, but it's a slippery slope. It is. And I, as a person who has slid down those slopes many times, it's it's it only takes a few times to where you're like, you know what? This alcohol actually the next day mm-hmm. is causing me to feel worse. Mm-hmm. I personally have suffered from alcohol anxiety. Mm-hmm. So the next day, I'm, I, my anxiety is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And then I go on these apology tours. And I'm apologizing <laughs> for no reason. Okay. And, you know, Not all the of this. Tour. Yeah, because in my mind, <laughs> yeah. my mind is right back to the state that it was in. Mm-hmm. The alcohol, it might have just exacerbated something. And sure. then it's just a spiral down effect. And so it's part of the trauma. Yes. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. by eliminating and making things worse and just kind of focusing on what would make you feel better. Correct. It'll just save you so much headache. One drink literally, and like you said, the whole bottle you don't want. Yeah, one or two, and then let's just call it a day. And then drink some water, breathe, and shut up. Okay, let's (laughs) let's go into our product swap of the week, which is our new feature. 
And we're going to continue on and talking about the unsaturated fats, the good fats, bad fats. And this particular SWAT is margarine versus butter. All right now. Okay. So, you know, uh, we all grew up with margarine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's name them. Concrete crock, country crock, is, imperial. Is, I can't believe it's I not butter margarine. I can't believe it's not butter. It's not nothing. It ain't even. Then <laughs> 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 uh, you got promise and uh, blue, oh. blue, whatever. Blue bonnet. That, blue bonnet. And you go into the refrigerator. But, you know, luckily we don't see as much of that anymore. It sure. is starting to. I'm seeing it in well, people's Well, you honey. know, but. The sales of margarine are falling. Millions of people around the world are still buying it now. Did you know that margarine was plastic? Plastic, and it's a processed junk food. Okay, so, and you know margarine is still, and it's derived, derived by the way, from the vegetable oils that we talked about last mm-hmm. week. And it okay? don't even taste like nothing. It tastes like, and it, it comes from safflower, sunflower, soybean, cottonseed, and and most of margarine is, those crops are genetically modified organisms, GMO is what it's called. So, and the reason they do it is because they yield a higher, higher produce for the people. You know, it, it costs nothing to make. And, um, it's all about profit. Yeah, and so GMO, GMO old crops, I'm sorry, are designed to be toxic and to the pests and, and they're and they are resistant to commercial weed killers like Roundup. So the farmer mm-hmm. can simply spray the crops with weed killer and know that the crops will continue to grow while the weeds and the pests all die off. And that is what's in your body. So Roundup in, is in margarine. So the best thing to do is to look at something differently. How about butter or ghee? What is butter? Butter is a dairy product. It's made by churning milk, a process of separating the solid fats from the liquid known as the butter milk. And so although butter is also made from the milk of other mammals like sheep, goats, and buffalo, we're going to focus on cow's milk. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'd rather butter than margarine. And there, and, and and butter is. There's so many different types of butter. You got salted, unsalted, grass fed, and let's talk about clarified butter. Okay, and this is the one I the use. butter you dip your crab legs oh, in. Oh no, it's clarified butter. That's it's, the butter that they dip the crab the crab legs in. It? It's clarified butter. You take it, you put the butter in the thing, and then you take out the solids that I come said, up to the I, top. I don't eat crab, so I don't well, know. Well, okay. doesn't matter. The thing okay. is, that ain't nothing but clarified butter, nothing but ghee. So you, so what that is is when they churn milk or cream long enough, it separates into two components, and it separates the solid from the liquid, like mm-hmm. you just said. So butter is the butter fat. And then ghee takes that step, a process a little further, which means it's, it's heated to the point where the manufacturers can remove any of the remaining water and caramelize milk solids. And what's left is called ghee. I love ghee. I love ghee. In, in East in Asian and in India, they've been cooking with ghee forever. 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 It's, it's their go-to. It tastes, it has a nuttier taste. It, it smells better to me too. And it has a high smoke point. You can fry in ghee if you want to. Yeah, you could. And it won't burn like butter. I like butter, yeah, but I like butter for certain uses. So do I. And then I like ghee for certain. So you, so you can't. Another takeaway: it's not a one size fit all. Yeah, yeah. You know, black people we love to put a mar- margin is the one size fit all for everything. Popcorn. Yep. <laughs> you gonna fry your steaks and you gonna it. do everything. You gonna, but it's, it's on, like it's on, it's on your potato. Yeah, but it's like margin. There's no such thing as a one size fit all in food. So think about that. Why would you but think here's that, the that thing, could be the but thing? But here's the thing: a lot of people don't think about every time they pick up those Oreo cookies and all those things, all these processed foods out here that y'all love to eat. That's margarine. 
They put they do that stuff with margarine. They don't use no real butter or no ghee in those. Well, it's not a real food. Yeah. So those foods that we enjoy so much are actually uh, uh, processed food and it's made with that same margarine. Yeah. So whatever your choice is, though, remember to get grass-fed, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If you're going to buy butter or ghee, get grass-fed. I have my favorite ghee. I'm going to put it in the um, link it's a, a it's a grass fed ghee and it's called uh, Fourth and Heart. Yes, I love that one. It's a little expensive on the little expensive side. And Thrive Market, by the way, makes a good ghee too. You all heard us talk about Thrive Market. I ran to somebody the other day who listened to our podcast and told us they were ordering from Thrive Market every week. Good. And so, but I yeah, love Thrive Market. They make their own ghee, and it's a lot cheaper than uh, the one I just mentioned. Anything grass fed is going to be a little bit more expensive, but I think it's worth the money in the long run. It is. Than it is thinking about it in the short run. Absolutely. Um, also, I will say this. Like I said in the last podcast episode, test out what we're saying. Yes. Go ahead and buy yourself some ghee. Yes. Go ahead and buy yourself some grass-fed butter. Right. Just try it. Right. And then see how it tastes in comparison to if you are one of those people that are still using margarine or still oh, using, I like, can't believe it's you butter. know, all those other kind of, like, yeah. BS butters and things. And yeah. just... Test it out. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. Man, I, I mean, was... it's going to be a difference of taste. Yes. To me, it's better, but that's because you have to train your palate. Let me tell you so... something. I used to, I used to, you would open my refrigerator and you would see a big old tub of I Can't Believe It's Butter. Yeah, I, I remember thought, that. I thought that was the end all be all. I said, man, I have conquered the answer to using <laughs> butter or margarine until I read Bless the your heart. until I read the ingredients or I realized what the ingredients were. And I said, I'm just down in chemicals. Because there shouldn't be any like ingredients. It's all chemicals. Yeah. You know, so just be careful, people out there, you know, and that's why every week we're gonna have a product swap of the week so that you can start thinking about, you know, these foods and swapping them out for uh, something healthier, a healthier version version of what you already eat. And, mm-hmm. we, and we know if you start there, just it's called those little steps. Mm-hmm. And we just want you to take little steps towards your wellness. Yep. We're just planting the seeds. So on that note, we're going to wrap this segment All up. All right. Well, listen, this, this was today's podcast yes. sponsored by us. Yes. Um, <laughs> go out there, prosper. Listen, take care of yourself the best way you know how. Do something different for a change. Breathe, people. And don't breathe. forget to Breathe. Feel what you feel. Let it pass. Try some ghee and some grass-fed butter. Yes. Yes. And then let us know how you feel about it. Email us at info at brownwomenwellness.com. Find us. Find us on all social media platforms under Brown Women Wellness. We also are under Well Honestly, the podcast on Instagram. And until next time. And YouTube. Don't forget to talk. Oh, and we're also on YouTube looking crazy. So No, we don't look crazy. I do. <laughs> you still got on you. You get up. Anyway. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with the links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.